Big Podcast. It's Build the Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters. David Hooper with you. This podcast is about how to grow your podcast audience, how to make people care about the podcast that you do, how to make money with your podcast, spread a message, make impact with that message. Bigpodcast.com is the website. Every week I've got a newsletter that goes out. You can find that newsletter at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. This is the audio version of that newsletter. It's got some additional commentary, some thoughts. What it doesn't have is the links that you will need to go to what I'm talking about. So for that, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Don't worry about writing it down. I'm going to mention it probably 5, 10, 15 times this episode. Before I get to it, I want to take a moment just to thank you. I'm sitting here in my studio, which is a tricked out closet. It's five by eight. I have modified it, had an electrician wire it up. It's got lighting, nice mic, equipment with a bunch of blinky lights on it. (laughs) It's got enough sound paneling for a space that, I don't know, probably five times as much, maybe more. It's a room within a room. Like I mentioned, it's a closet and then I've got foam. And on the inside of that foam, what I'm speaking into are some huge panels with rock wool insulation. It's a great sound barrier. And I love getting in here where I can talk to you straight out of my mouth, through this microphone, through your headphones, into your ears. I didn't always have this kind of setup in my house. When I started, we didn't have access to studios like this. And we did, but not 24 hours a day. It was very limited. You would share a studio with other people. I was recording the magnetic tape. Microphone's not as good. The tape had hiss on it. You had to cut it with a razor blade. So I don't take it for granted. I think that can be easy to do when you're in the grind of making a podcast. You know this, you're a podcaster. It's fun to get online and talk about the rah-rah of podcasting or go to conferences and slap somebody on the back. Man, love that podcast. We're podcasters and have that identity. But at the end of the day, it's just us. So I feel fortunate that I'm a guy that likes to be alone and I love being in this room. And I really appreciate you listening to this podcast, supportingbigpodcast.com allowing me to do this for a living. It means a lot, so thank you. A funny story about back in the day recording. You don't have to be that old to think back just a few years ago when we didn't have this great digital recording, when podcasts in general didn't sound as good as they do now. I was thinking back to a trip I took to Disney World. I was about 11 years old, 12 years old maybe. And a friend of mine I've known him since we were born. He says, man, my family's going to Disney World. I'd love for you to go with us. I said, all right, that sounds great. So hopped in the car and we drove from Nashville to Orlando, Florida. My buddy's father, he'd just gotten a VCR and also a video camera. And he wanted to get some footage of the trip. And on this trip to hot Orlando, Florida in the middle of summer, this guy literally dragged a VCR was in a crossbody satchel. I don't even know if we could call it a crossbody satchel because it was big. It's like a piece of luggage that he had strapped to him. Had some kind of power pack. Battery could probably run for 20 to 30 minutes. I don't know. And he had a corded camera with him. And he videotaped what seemed like everything. But again, the battery probably lasted 20 to 30 minutes before you had to recharge it or buy a new one. I don't know how it worked. But I do know this. He got some footage. It's grainy. (laughs) And we're glad we got it because it means a lot. It was a moment for us. But I was thinking about that with what we do as podcasters. We have a moment in time that we are capturing. 
And we can polish it up with editing, make a longer phrase shorter, make it sound a little bit more clear. But in general, it's a moment in time. If you miss that moment in time, you're in trouble. I think that I did last month. I'm putting together a mini documentary about NXS and I was working with Andrew Ferris from NXS. It's about him as well. His career, you know, he has done a lot of stuff other than NXS. You might not know this. Just co-wrote a song with Dua Lipa, if you're familiar with her. Anyway, Andrew's a busy guy. This is about him, but it's a big deal for me to be able to spend time with him. So I didn't want to mess it up. And I'm running backups and I'm doing my own stuff just to make sure that I don't miss that moment in time. Has that ever happened to you? I think there's a lot of pressure on us as podcasters to get a good recording, to make sure that it doesn't mess up, to have backups so we don't miss that moment in time. And also, we've got to have good quality recording. We can't have that videotape that I got when I was at Disney World, that grainy footage, the sound's bad, people talking over it. (laughs) I mean, that's important to you because you were there, you were part of the moment. But if you want somebody else to share this experience with you, you got to have your video, you got to have your audio tight. Riverside.fm is something that's going to handle this for you. It's got great quality audio. I talked about it on the last episode. Not only are you going to get your webcam, but you can actually connect multiple iPhones to Riverside and have a multiple video shoot using the camera on your iPhone. It's amazing. And obviously, as podcasters, we care about audio. Every mic that you have plugged into Riverside, whether it's you, like I am, in Nashville, or your guest, like Andrew Ferris, in Australia, It's going to make you sound like you're in the next room. This is a way for you to step up your audio and your video production. It's super easy to use. It's like pulling up a web page. Right now, you can try it for free, riverside.fm. They'll give you free time to get an interview, maybe two interviews. Check it out. See if it works for you. If it does work for you, and I think it will, I've got you a 15% off code. The code BIGPODCAST, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Riverside.fm. Take the free trial. If you decide to stick it out, 15% 15% off with the code BIGPODCAST. Check it out now before you forget. Sign up for that free account. See what all the hype is about. See how good you look. See how great you sound. You're going to love it. Riverside.fm, the code BIGPODCAST, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Like I mentioned, this episode, the audio version of my weekly newsletter. Here's what we're going to talk about. That's not a podcast. What is a podcast? Defining it. Some of these old heads, guys have been in podcasting for a while. They get mad you define it wrong, I'm going to tell you how I define it. And this is something that's going to help you to get more listeners if you define it this way. How to get your work on NPR. Have you done this? I've done it. It's super cool. Going to give you a quick and easy way to get your work on NPR. Get a little press for yourself, for your message. Showcase your skills to the world. Will changing the color of your podcast art get you more downloads? Got a funny story about that. And the answer is, yes, it will. Going to talk a little bit more about it. Free sound effects for your podcast. Also, a website for your podcast. This includes hosting, one-time fee, $69. You're definitely going to want to hear about this opportunity. Finally, speaking of money, a podcast that sells itself. Let me take it back to the sound effects. You've heard the sound effects on this podcast. I use them whenever I switch from one story to another, just like an old school storybook. You're reading along, listening along with me. And when I play this sound... That's when you know it's time to go to the next story. That's not a podcast. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about Krusty the Clown. That guy stole my bed. <laughs> All these old podcasters, the guys who started in 2005, maybe like me, started in radio before then. And they get their panties in a wad when you say something like, oh, I got a podcast on YouTube. They say, no, 
There's no podcast on YouTube. You've got to have an RSS feed if it's going to be a podcast. And there's no RSS feed on YouTube. How about Spotify? They got the number one podcast. No, they don't have an RSS feed. See, a lot of tech guys talk about this. They say, if it doesn't have an RSS feed, it's not a podcast. And I get it. The technical version of a podcast means that an audio file is delivered via a feed. The technical version of radio was a broadcast signal. It had a big ass tower and it blasted that signal to everybody in your geographic area using radio waves. Nowadays, we have radio via satellite. We have radio via the internet. Is it still radio? Yeah, it's still radio. So let's think about how we define podcast. And here's the reality. Nobody who actually listens to your podcast cares about any of this. When somebody says, what's a podcast? You don't need to say, well, it's actually a packet delivered via an RSS feed that goes down the internet. No, 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 nobody cares about that. Which means, as far as your listeners are concerned, podcasts can be delivered via YouTube, Spotify, satellite, whatever. In the previous episode of this podcast, Build a Big Podcast, talked about how it's good for podcasters to have options. Distribution of your podcast is one of the things that you want options for. See, a lot of podcasters, they give up on RSS. So I'm going to go to YouTube. I get more traffic there. Okay. What happens when YouTube goes away or has a database problem or something happens where your podcast that's only on YouTube is no longer accessible? And you think, no, that's not going to happen. YouTube is owned by Google. It's the second most popular site on the web. It's the second most popular search engine. It's not going anywhere. That's what musicians said about mp3.com. And then they said it about MySpace. That's what people said about fax machines. There are things that are around and doing well for a long time until they are not. I'm not trying to scare you. YouTube may be around for a long, long time. I think it's going to be. But it doesn't mean you only want to be available on YouTube. You should be available as many places as you can. You're doing the work once. You're recording it. You're editing it. Why not put it out in as many places as you possibly can? It doesn't matter how podcasts are distributed. As long as that podcast is an effective method for getting your message to listeners who care. That is how I define podcasting. It is an effective method for getting your message out to listeners who care. Your job, it's focusing on the content, finding the right listeners for it, regardless of how they listen. We're going to talk about how to do that on this episode. How to get your work on NPR. Radio Race. It's happening Saturday, November 12th. Mark the date. Think 24-hour film project, but for podcast. The goal is for you to do a four-minute standalone audio segment in just 24 hours. Meaning, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Saturday, the people at KCRW, they're going to give you a topic. And it's go, go, go for the next 24 hours, taking that topic, putting together a story, interviews, maybe it's you, maybe it's sound effects, who knows, but it's got to be four minutes or less, and submitting that to them. And their prizes. Not just bragging rights, which is a lot. If you can win this thing, you're going to get a lot of business out of this. But the winner is going to get a $1,000 contract for your piece to air on KCRW, an Apogee Hypermic, an effects rack bundle, a metal recorder, a one-year PRX exchange. This is a producer account for each team member. It doesn't have to be just you, by the way. It can be you and other people. Two, three people. You could put together a team. A lot of people do that. This is going to get you consideration for placement on PRX stations. PRX, Public Radio Exchange. You've heard this on a lot of podcasts. A lot of the NPR podcasts have this. PRX, Public Radio Exchange. You can be part of this. This is how you get into that system. You get a one-year association for independence and radio, also known as AIR, 
professional membership for each team member. Anybody doing radio work knows about AIR, Association for Independence and Radio. This is a great industry organization. Some of these other industry organizations, they've come, they've gone. Big hype, but nothing ever happens. These guys at AIR, they're actually working. These are the people who are putting together these big stories for NPR. You could be one of these people. I participated in this last year. I met some great people. The piece that I submitted didn't win, although it was one of the official selections at a Brooklyn podcast festival. So it did get the results that I wanted for it. And then some. If you're curious, I've got it linked. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com is where to get that link. Regardless of whether you win, even whether you complete the race, because sometimes people get into it like, oh man, it's too much. I was surprised how much work that it took for me to get this story. Because you got to find the story. You've got to interview somebody. You know, or maybe you could do it on your own possibly, but you've got to write scripts. You've got to sound design the thing. A lot of work goes into that four minutes. I use some archival footage. I use some news footage. Anyway, there's a lot of work. It sounds simpler than it is. So you might not finish, but even if you don't, you're going to meet some great people. Dozens and dozens of people participate every year. It's very exciting to do. I highly recommend it for any podcaster. I've got more information at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. This one made me laugh and I'll tell you why. <laughs> well, changing the color of your podcast art gets you more downloads. I'm gonna tell you a true story. I was at an event in Chicago several years ago, probably 15 years ago. It was one of those pitch fest style events. They give a speaker an hour. He gets up there for about 15 minutes, gives you pretty good information. Then the rest of that hour, that final 45 minutes, he tries to sell you on something. This dude got on stage and he was talking about how wearing a different color shirt and tie will get you different results in meetings and in interviews, out in the world, whatever you wanted. Completely full of himself, total blowhard. The entire time I'm rolling my eyes. I'm thinking, oh, this guy's an idiot. Nobody is taking this dude seriously. At the end, everybody's giving the courtesy applause. Clap, 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 clap. This dude next to me, he leans over. <laughs> He says, man, was that amazing or what? Then I watched him as he went to the back of the room. He purchased a $5,000 package from this dude that included a chart, dozens of color combinations to help him achieve his goals. Did it work? Did I miss something? I don't know. But something that you may be missing, because this is true, is that colors do matter when you are looking to stand out. It's not like I can wear a red tie and I can wear a purple shirt and I'm going to hypnotize you or anything, where I can use a certain combination of colors on my book cover and make everybody buy my book, read it, implement it. It's not like that. It's not hypnosis. But the colors of a logo or podcast art, they do convey things about brand identity, about personality. The right colors can help you connect with the right listeners on a deeper level. An example of this, the Satanic Temple. These black, gray, red. They're not using Kelly Green, no fuchsia, no cyan. For something like that, colors matter. For your podcast, colors matter. Satanic Temple, it lets you know you're in the right place. Red, black, gray. You know what you're going to get when you look at colors like that. For your podcast, well, let me give you this podcast as an example. Because if you go look at podcast on podcasting and you got your own version of this, whatever your niche is, every podcast on podcasting has all these bright colors and they're all different colors and you've got faces on them and big, bold fonts. What did I do? No faces, black and white. It's not the color that's standing out. It's the lack of color that's standing out. It's not the face that's standing out. It's the lack of a face 
that's standing out. There's no RSS feed. There's no photo of a microphone on it. Nothing like that. They zig, you zag. Sometimes that's what's going to get you the attention that you need. Hey, funny story related to this. This is another one of my travels in the music industry. (laughs) I'm in New York. I'm speaking at an event up there. And just like if you were to go to a podcasting event, you've got people in booths or doing some kind of promotions where they're passing out t-shirts. See the guys from Rolling Stone magazine. Hey, you want a t-shirt? I'm like, hell yeah, I want a t-shirt. I love Rolling Stone. And they gave me a bright white t-shirt with a red and black Rolling Stone logo on it. The iconic logo on the cover of Rolling Stone. Anyway, I'm up there. I'm hanging out with these guys in this industrial band. Anyway, I'm up there. I'm hanging out with these guys in this goth kind of industrial band. And they've got a gig that night. And I'm going to go to the gig. I'm going to go support these guys. We say, all right, let's reconvene. I'll see you there. I think, man, you know, I got this brand new shirt. It's clean. It smells good. It's iconic. It says Rolling Stone on it. I'm going to wear this tonight. (laughs) Hook back up with these guys. We go in a little bit early. I got a gig maybe 10 o'clock at night. We're in there at nine. We're having a good time. They're getting ready to go on stage. House lights still up. And then like a lot of shows, before they go on stage, house lights dim, all black, except for black lights. And it's me in my bright white shirt with 500 people all wearing black. And in the photos, you got these guys on stage. They're taking it from an audience perspective. And there's that one bright blue dot, me and my white shirt into those black lights in every single one. <laughs> so sometimes they zig, you zag. Eh, it's going to make you stand out, but not so much in the right way. If you want this full story, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. More information about colors, making your podcast logo, your podcast art stand out. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Let's talk about free sound effects for your podcast. You just heard one, my transition sound effect. And that's the one for this episode. You know, if you've heard this podcast before, those change every single episode. I've got other sound effects that I play. Where do you get sound effects for your podcast? I've got a site with free sound effects, mostly used for music producers, but you can use them for your podcast. They are all free. It's definitely worth a look. You can go there, search for what you want, beeps, swishes, car horns, air horns, sensor beeps, whatever you want. Again, it's free. There's hundreds and thousands of them. I've got the link. It's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Also, by the way, if you need music for your podcast, this is one of the things that you might want to think about if you're going to do Radio Race or any of your podcast production. I've been working in music for a long time. I can get you hooked up on that. I can get you with the right people to do custom music. I can get you with the right people to do music licensing, anything like that. Reach out to me if you want that. At David Hooper on Twitter, let me know what you're looking for. I will get you in the right place. But for these free sound effects, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Let's talk about a website for your podcast. Apple wants you to have a website for your podcast. Nobody's going to go to it. Not really. People who listen to podcasts rarely go to websites. And because you need one, but nobody's really going to it, I think it's ridiculous to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on website design. But you want to look good, right? Anyway, 69 bucks, something called SuperPass. It's a website builder. It's much like Squarespace, super easy to use. It's a great landing page and a great site for your podcast. Also, if you've ever thought about doing premium episodes of your podcast, you can sell those premium episodes, sell subscriptions, via this platform. 
Again, 69 bucks. That's a one-time fee. That is not monthly. That is not yearly. You pay 69 bucks. You are good for life. Is it perfect? No. Will it get the job done? Yes. For 69 bucks, it's a real bargain. You can literally have a great looking website online within 10 minutes. I liked it so much that I put my podcast site there. Podcast.bigpodcast.com if you want to see that. This podcast that you are listening to, that site is hosted via Superpass. So check it out. See what it looks like. Podcast.bigpodcast.com. You can do the same thing. 69 bucks, one-time fee. I've got the link for you to get this deal at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Final story for this episode, the podcast that sells itself. I love this story. Shameless Acquisition Target. That's the name of the podcast. Super clever. It's host Laura Meyer. She was a producer at WNYC. It's an NPR affiliate, maybe the NPR affiliate. A lot of big podcasts coming from WNYC. Anyway, employee number one at Slate's Panoply Network. She then moved to Stitcher as the executive producer in charge of new show development. And then she co-founded the production company 3 Uncanny 4 with Sony Music Entertainment. She has seen a lot of big podcasting. And because of that, she knows a little something about the big business of podcasting. She also knows that sometimes things just don't work out like you want, or at least you don't always get paid like you want. That is what Shameless Acquisition Target is about. It is a story of being really close to cashing in and maybe not. And being really close to having a hit and then maybe not. And then trying to do it on your own without the resources of WNYC, Stitcher, Sony Music Entertainment. I think you're really going to connect with the show with Laura, what's happening behind the scenes, because you're probably one of those people. Who doesn't want more podcast listeners, more attention, more money for their podcast? That's why you're here. That's what I do. If you want to see how she's doing it, you're going to appreciate Shameless Acquisition Target. Will it finally be the podcast that makes her rich? Eh, We'll see. We'll see. It's not done yet. You're going to be listening to it as it happens. It's very clever. It's very entertaining. And listening to it, you will find out how the money works. Definitely check it out. Hey, I got some good stuff coming up for you. If you want to make sure that you do not miss it, you want to subscribe to this podcast and here's how to do it. Go to bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. I make it easy for you. One click is all it takes to do it. I've got an iPhone button an Android button, an RSS feed, because as we talked about earlier in this episode, if you don't have an RSS feed, it's not a real podcast. So I got that there for you. I've got a QR code. You scan it, puts the podcast directly onto your phone. It's that easy. One click is all it takes. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Go there now before you forget. Subscribe to this podcast. Never miss an episode. I do this every week. Also, additional episodes, like the one I've got coming up about podcast artwork how to make artwork that stands out, gets attention. Going to go deeper into that subject. I've also got the behind the scenes of a session that I did just this week. It's got me, an engineer, a producer, and the guest cutting what we hope is an effective promo. Not just one though, two, because there's two different versions of this same show. I'm going to explain that, why we do that. It's something for you to think about when it comes to building a big podcast. Because if you can do a specialized version of your podcast for each outlet that you're distributing to, You're going to be more likely to better connect with the audience that's there, have a longer-term listener, have more impact, make more money. That's the kind of stuff we talk about here, and we're going to be talking about that on a future episode. Make sure you don't miss it. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Click the one that works for you, iPhone, Android, RSS, or scan that QR code, and I'll see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.